Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. Kevin from Renton is. Kevin, are you there? Yes, I am. Awesome. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Bye-bye. For those playing at home, Kevin has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you'll only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yes. In baseball, what is the term for hitting a home run with all three bases occupied, resulting in four runs? Grand slam. Which nutrient is primarily responsible for providing energy to the body? Which what? Which nutrient is primarily uh, responsible for providing energy to the body? Yeah. What was the first company to make a trillion dollars? Apple. Who played the title character in the 2020 film Wonder Woman 1984? Oh. Uh, Friday the 13th happens two times this year. September and what other month? March. No. February. No. Hey. No. What singer starred in the reality show Rock of Love? Fred Michaels. The Gulf War began in what early 90s year? 91. No. 92. No. Kevin, you got three correct. It was a little rough, a little rocky. But hey, it's better than one or two, right? Right. <laughs> you I love no, that. You have no faith in yourself either, do you? Well, I dropped a deuce about six months ago, so this was redemption, I, I guess. <laughs> yes, you got more than that, at least. Steve, are you ready? Yes. In baseball, what is the term for hitting a home run with all three bases occupied, resulting in four Grand slams? What nutrient is primarily responsible for providing energy to the body? What nutrient? Mm-hmm. Protein. No. I don't know. Sugar. No. Um, carbohydrates. What was Whoa. the first company to make a trillion dollars? First company to make a trillion dollars. I'm going to go with... Who played the title character in the 2020 film Wonder Woman 1984? Gal Gadot. Or Gal Gadot, whatever. Friday the 13th happens two times this year. September and what other month? December. Really? What wow. singer starred in the reality show Rock of Love? What singer? Rock of Love. Uh, oh, Brett Michaels from Poison. The Gulf War began in what early 90s year? 1990. Titan is the largest moon of what planet? That would be Uranus, Sarah. No. <laughs> Jupiter? No. Venus? No. Ah. Who is the fame who was famous for saying that's hot? Oh, that's Paris Hilton. How many days do the original Thanksgiving last? Two. No. Does not matter though, because you got eight correct, which is a big win. Eight to three. Yes. Oh my god. Kevin, I'm so sorry. Steve's good, I gotta say. I might have to retire. <laughs> oh man, this was our farewell one. We have to get you like a, a a present or something like that when people retire. No, but he didn't win. Yeah, you yeah, should come back another time and go out on top. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. You're
Big win. It is. I was actually impressed, to be honest. Eight and three on the season, baby. Wow. You're crushing. One that Kevin got correct that you didn't, which nutrient is primarily responsible for providing energy to the body? Carbohydrates. I thought he got it right. Oh, did he get it right? Oh, Kevin got it wrong. While you were sitting, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I heard the bell. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm just delusional. That was Kevin. Sorry, my bad. Carbohydrates. You got it right. (laughs) Which one did I get wrong? Titan is the largest moon of what planet? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Saturn. Saturn. Mm, of course. And the original Thanksgiving lasted three days. That would have been my next guess, but mm. I couldn't imagine a Thanksgiving that long. Oh okay. man. For my waistline and for my stress level with my <laughs> family. <out> family. Right? <laughs> no, we're glad it's only one day. It's a modified a modified Thanksgiving. Well, congratulations, Steve. Yeah. A well-known NFL player just shared a great story about the most famous person's phone number he keeps in his cell phone. Rockaholics, do you have a famous person saved in your contacts? If so, you might be able to win Foo Fighters tickets. Give us a call. 206-803-ROCK. We are going to talk about this after P.O.D. The Daily Late Show. This is The Rock of Seattle, 99.9 KISW. Steve Miggs, someone yes. on the social media team with the Kansas City Chiefs, went around the Chiefs locker room asking players to shout out the most famous person they have on their phone. I'd imagine a lot of NFL players probably have some pretty successful people in their, in their contacts. Without question. But Travis Kelsey, he really impressed people with two big names. We want to know. The most famous person in your contact list. Don't give us the easy answer. Don't give us the easy answer, Trav. We need the easy like, answer. We know the easy know answer. The easy we know answer. the easy answer. Know the easy answer. JT, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Could you call Justin Timberlake right now? He'll pick up. No. No. Not a chance. You don't I, think I so? I know you, and I appreciate you, Justin. But I know he's, he's a busy man. Right, right, right. He's a busy man. Oh, my God. So, obviously, the other one would be Taylor Swift, I'd imagine. It'd be funny if he just said Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, which is a pretty... Well-known I mean, person. Yeah, I, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with Justin Timberlake, though, too. I mean, obviously. Do you think he would answer now now that you know Travis Kelsey is obviously like everybody's talking about Ascended him? Ascended to you know, a new level because of the relationship that he's in. If, if Justin Timberlake, like, oh, what Travis Kelsey's calling? Maybe he wants to go on a double date. I don't know. Like, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I would want to kick it with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I mean, I, re- I still remember him from that punk episode where he was like crying, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to hang out with a guy, baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I, don't I just think he's so funny. He just, you know, like anytime he does like SNL and stuff of, he is know, great along on those SNL. lines, he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Top notch. Do you have uh, anyone, like, uh, who would you say is the most successful person, famous person on your phone? So I don't have a lot of famous friends, but yeah. I would say Aaron Jones is, has really been going places. He's and killing I've got, it. Yeah. I'm on speed dial, baby. No, no. And he'd, he'd probably even answer if you called. He might. Well, I'm, actually, he's a rock star, but he has children, so he's probably awake at this at this hour. I have one that I'm, I mean, we, Duff McKagan, who's awesome, obviously. I, that, that's bragging. So, well, I mean, we've had to have him on our show, so it's not like as if, like, you know, I'm calling You guys are him. hanging out on the weekends? Never. I would never even think of, like, maybe a text to wish him a happy Thanksgiving. I don't know. But the one that I have, and I got it just because of a mutual, and they're like, oh, yeah, you just hit him up. And I'm like, I'm never going to hit this person up. And they sent me the contact. I'm like, I don't even know why I have it in my phone. And that's Marshawn Lynch. What? Right. There's never going to... I, I, in my head, I'm like, why... At what point am I going to pick up and be like, yo, beast mode, it's Megs. <laughs> if you like, click. I mean... 
it's only crazy if it doesn't work, right? Yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I, there's no, I just couldn't do it. And I don't even know why I still okay, kept it on my phone. No. Okay, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you. But it's funny because we were talking about this before the show started, just about this story. And we're talking about, you know, there's some radio shows have done this before where they're just like, hey, you know, whoever the biggest celebrity is, they make a big thing out of it. Like, you know, it's, it goes on for weeks. So who's the biggest celebrity they can get to call in? And I'm like, it would be kind of fun to see, like, what rockaholics... Uh, if they have any famous people on their phones and on, like, obviously maybe not on their speed dial, but maybe, and I know that you have someone on the phone already that says that they do have a, a famous celebrity on their phone. Brandon on 405. How's it going? So good. Who is the celebrity you keep in your contact list? So actually it's Jack Joseph Twig from the producer of the Rolling Stones. Okay. That, uh, wow. That's a very random one. I know it is, <laughs> but it's the only one I got. That's to. also very <laughs> impressive. The producer for the Rolling Stones. How do you know this person? So 10 years ago, I was working at Verizon Wireless, and I really pushed for my band to get uh, a part of this marketing campaign. They were looking for a band to record a song for them. Okay. And they actually flew my band down to California to this crazy little mansion thing where they had a $4 million music studio. And as we're walking up the studio, there's all these platinum records on the walls, and it's absolutely insane. And then uh, we're preparing to record, and in comes this guy in a nice tweed suit with about three models on his arms. Nice. <laughs> and it's Jack Joseph Quigg, the producer of the Rolling Stones, and he comes in there, and we are just astounded and speechless. And he is telling us all these stories. He listens to our song. He gives us some pointers. And then I exchanged phone numbers with him. <laughs> what was some of the pointers that he gave you, if you remember? Yes, actually. So the drummer at the time that we had uh, was playing a very, you know, typical 2-4, uh, I guess, hi-hat. I'm not a big drummer, Steve, so you'd probably know better than me. Kept four on the Jack, floor? <laughs> there you go. You got it. Okay. <laughs> but Jack actually told my drummer to play more like Dave Grohl, where it's more of the disco-style drum on the on the rock song type of thing. A little more of a so shuffle on the hi-hat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So it was really cool. It was a very, it's one of the most wonderful moments of my life uh, as a local musician and stuff like that. So it's pretty fun. Can the funny part is when you said that, when you said, hey, you wanted to make it a little bit more complicated on the drums, I, in my head, if I was the drummer, being a drumming nerd, I'd be like, wait a second, you were the producer for the Rolling Stones, and Charlie Watts was the most, I mean, he was a great drummer, don't get me wrong, but he kept it as simple as humanly possible, and here you are trying to tell me to be more complicated. They called him the human metronome. Yeah. But dude, he's also worked with like bands like Green Day, Weezer, Rancid, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots, U2, No Doubt, and then Rolling Stones. Exactly, yeah. Quite the Very quite cool. the list. Well, do you think, awesome, do, Brandon. Do you think you could get him to call us before the show's over? <laughs> well, like you, Steve, I've never tried calling him. <laughs> I'd probably get my contact knocked out of his list if. Uh, but hey, maybe I made a, a memorable impression. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, because you know, if we could get him, and we have another caller as well, maybe we could put you head to head against somebody. And if you could get him to call him before the show's over, we could hook you up with Food Fighters tickets. I mean, I could try ringing him, but... <laughs> That's your call. He's probably in California, so it's probably early there, but who knows? We'll put you on hold, and we'll, we'll give you some information. But let's check out... Uh, we have Matthew also. Matt in Covington? Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Who's your famous contact? So my, my famous contact, so it's it's uh, Mike. So Mike Starr, the original bass player for Alice in Chains, who's 
you know, now he's he's now passed, but uh, so it's his, his dad, John Starr. And how are you acquainted with John? Um, so I'm not going to go into extended <laughs> detail, but so this is how I categorize this. So back in the day when I used to do quote unquote fun stuff, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, but so I. So we used to hang out with uh, a couple of the members of Alice in Chains before they were Alice in Chains over at Skate King in Kent. Oh, yeah. So many shows yeah, happened at that there, place. Back when we were all just kids and stuff. Um, but then just kind of throughout the years, and, you know, Mike, after he had him and, him and the band has kind of parted ways professionally, I guess, um, he'd come down and we were hanging out doing fun stuff. And then my sisters had known, <clears throat> you know, Jerry Cantrell, Mike Starr, and then through my sisters, I met up with uh, with John, and that guy is, dude, he is a character, man. He is a very, very interesting individual. He's, he's super cool, super chill. Man, he's got a lot to say all the time. <laughs> Jesus, he is a great, great guy, man. When was the last time you had any contact with him? Oh, shoot, it probably was like a couple years ago was the last time I spoke with him. Uh, so did you get to see you know, did you get to see Alice in Chains back when they were an earlier band? Uh, I never got to see them. Uh, I never got to see them live, unfortunately. Um, I was going to say that would have been pretty epic to see them in places like the Skate King because I heard oh, like Mother yeah. Love Bone would play there and other other bands as well. And yeah. I heard that is always a great yep. show. Well, right on, Matthew. Thanks yeah. for the call, man. Wow, that's imp- that's impressive too. I like one person texted someone leaked Burke Kreischer's old phone number, so I like I'm sure thousands of others have his old phone number, which he still keeps active. <laughs> Do you think he got a new number but kept that one? So that, I, I would use it almost like as a distro list. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just be like, okay, whenever I'm coming to, like, whenever I'm doing like some kind of a comedy special, just promote it to all the people who saved my phone number. <laughs> hey, it's Bert, guys. It's your buddy. The world's worst group chat of like you know, a hundred people on there. <laughs> While we were talking about Foo Fighters tickets, how would you like a shot at winning tickets to see that band, Rockaholics? They're going to be at T-Mobile Park on August 18th. We need to know how good is your BS detector. Call in now for a shot at winning those Foo's tickets. 206-803-ROCK. Your shot at winning them coming up at 717. The Daily Mix Show. Here we gather to answer one of life's biggest questions. Is he trustworthy or is he full of shit? Hey, come on. You can trust me. Sure we can. Let's play You're Full of S, Steve. 99.9 KISW. It is time to play You're Full of S, Steve. It's up to you to tell if Steve is full of it or not with the facts that he drops. Some of the facts are true. Some of them are totally made up. And you got to bring that BS detector to the party. If you think what Steve is saying is true, you say nothing. Say nothing. Stay silent. If you think what Steve says is made up, shout out your name and then say, you're full of S, Steve. If you are right, you will win Foo Fighters tickets. But if you are wrong and the fact is true, you are out. And the game continues. One winner is going to be the person that correctly tells us Steve is full of S or the last person standing. Let's meet our competitors. We have Jeff in Puyallup. Jeff. Hey. Hey, good morning, everybody. Tell us a fun fact about yourself, Jeff. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm a poor juggler. I'm an amateur juggler, but I can juggle. (laughs) Wow. Wondering what that giggle was for, but now I understand. So is it balls? Is it swords? What are we juggling? 
Oh, anything that'll fit my hand, man. Mm. And how <laughs> is three your max, or can you go with like four oh, balls? Three, three. What are we talking max. about? Juggling, <laughs> golf ball, tennis ball, grapefruit, whatever. Awesome, Jeff. Sean in Gig Harbor. Tell us a fun fact about yourself. Um, I was once asked to try out for a major league team by a major league scout. What? That's huge. Okay, what team was it? Uh, the Colorado Rockies when they were first starting out. What position do you do? Did you play? Uh, outfield. Nice. So did you play at, like on a college level, or like how did the scout even discover you? Or were you just like a really good softball player? <laughs> no, I played on a basically the high school equivalent. It was called big league here uh-huh. in Washington, and I guess the scout just saw like my best game ever and gave me a call. And so how'd the tryout go? Oh, I, I didn't go. Oh. Wait, you didn't go? You got invited for a <laughs> Like, did you stand him up or you just said no thank you? Well, no, I mean, this was like hundreds and hundreds of people. They they wouldn't even oh. notice me, honestly. I still would have done it. It just- was like a, a mass tryout. Honestly, I probably would have gotten the scout fired if I would have gone. I wasn't even <laughs> close to the best player on my team. <laughs> That's awesome. I like to think I like to think I saved a guy his job. You know what? Good on you. He's you're paying it forward. You're a man who thinks more than just of yourself. A stand-up gentleman. That's hilarious. Spencer, yeah. Spencer and Linwood, tell us a fun fact about you. Hey guys. Uh, well, let's see. Last uh, Christmas, I can't remember how the story came up, but my mom had told me the story of my conception. Uh, apparently, the local. Uh, Buzzin, the guy that owns Buzzin, Billy Tackett, my dad's friends with that guy, and he was a bouncer out at uh, the marina in Everett. And uh, yeah, I was conceived on Billy Tackett's yacht on a Christmas party. You were on a Buzzin yacht? <laughs> on a Buzzin yeah. yacht. They make great bacon wrapped prawns, by the way. I've never had them. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is These amazing. are three of the most random facts. A juggler. <laughs> A guy who was scouted by a pro baseball team. And a yacht baby. And a yacht baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's play Full of S, Steve. All right, again, if I'm saying something that is true, and you think it's true, say nothing. And if you think I'm full of S, then just yell your name and then say you're full of S, Steve. All right, first fact. The first Apple computer went on sale in July of 1976, and it cost $666.66. Jeff, you're full of S, Steve. Deuces, Jeff. (laughs) Sorry, Jeff. The story is true. How about this? Steve Wozniak, he picked the price because he liked repeating numbers and he had no idea about the uh, satanic references behind 666, the number of the beast. All right. Wait, bad news. We lost the other caller, too. Oh, no. We lost Jeff. You know, here I am thinking we're, we're going a lot smoother than the last two times we've tried. This is quickly <laughs> we, becoming the world's worst game. We, so we, we lost both line. of them. Okay. Yes. So you just hung up on everybody? Apparently, if you press the one, it hangs up on everyone. Can we get the contestant to call Hello? back? Spencer, you're still here. We got Spencer. So yeah, we I'm still, still here. Okay. So we still got Spencer. Spencer, stand by. And now we're just trying to get Sean and Gig Harbor. All right. Sean and Gig Harbor. Okay. So, Spencer, do you know what kind of yacht it was? <laughs> you know. Bayliner, Chris Craft. <laughs> I, I just heard it was on the bow of the yacht. That's all it is. Wow. 
You know, I always thought it was crazy that my parents told me that I was conceived in Florida, but that's where the question stopped. <laughs> I was just like, okay. That think, just explains a lot about you. Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm not the brightest that person. That story starts with Florida, man. Right? All right, any luck getting... Uh, which one was it again? Spence? Sean. Sean, Sean. Sean in Gig Harbor. Sean, yeah, the scouted guy. I... I mean, I don't I don't want to know where I was conceived, and my parents have never shared that information with we me. We got him back. Well, good. Yeah. We don't, we don't have to ask him. No, thank you. All you right. just keep that to yourself. Okay, we're back with Sean and Spencer. Everybody forget what just happened in the last three minutes. We'll fix it in post, and it'll sound smooth like a baby's butt. All right, next fact. Again, say nothing if you think it's true. Say something if you think I'm telling a lie. A pretzel uh, almost killed a U.S. president. All right. Yep. You guys are right. That is true. You remember which president it was? Taryn? I do not, I do not remember. George Bush. Oh. He was watching a football game back in 2002. He choked on a pretzel. I laugh. I mean, he's okay. You know, he didn't die from it, thankfully. Was he watching a Seahawks game? <laughs> he lost, lost consciousness and fell off a couch. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Next fact. There are only five total ingredients in a McRib sandwich at McDonald's. Oh, that one is false. Oh. So that means everybody ah. loses. No, that just means we keep going. Oh, we keep going. <laughs> you know, you hang up on people. You're just creating out new rules. No, I thought maybe that means they give the tickets to me. Everybody <laughs> loses. What kind of game do you think we're doing where everybody loses, Taryn? That is not our business. Uh, there's 70 total ingredients. How about this? 34 of those ingredients, 70. Ugh. 34 of those are in the bun. Insert oh. there. All right. <laughs> Next fact. Movie trailers used to be shown after the movie. You guys are both right. That is true. All right. You know why? <laughs> why? Because they trailed the movie originally. They put oh, it on after the movie. Trailers. That's Got why they're it. called. I had no idea about that until I read this. And I was just like, oh, that makes sense. And then people, people started leaving after a movie was over. Like, well, crap. No one's watching the trailers. Why don't we put them in the beginning of the film? Because people are just stuck there. All right, next one. Charlie Sheen was considered for the part of Dwight on the TV show. Oh, that's a top five. I got it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we were wondering how many days we would play this game before that happened. And the answer is three days. Who was that that said that? Oh, my God. Who, who, who dropped the S-bomb? Uh, Spencer, I'm sorry. <laughs> Spencer, that's okay. Your potty mouth just won you Foo Fighters tickets because you're right. Charlie Sheen was never considered for the part of Dwight in the TV show The Office. Never saw Danny move so fast in my life. <laughs> the look of panic on Danny's face. And honestly, what you said, I was like, yeah, you're right. I am full of crap. But you can't say that word. <laughs> Well, no, I'm sorry, guys. Dude, it's been a train wreck all from beginning to end, so it only makes sense <laughs> for it to end that oh, way. Man. But congrats, that's all good, man. We got a button for that. Woo! Hey, Congratulations. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Of course. Hey, I've been late a long time to this, man. Steve, I'm a huge fan of yours. Megacast is my favorite podcast. And you and uh, you guys just... Uh, you got me some three smart times, man. I really appreciate uh, I really appreciate you guys. I love the podcast and hope to hear more. I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you and your foul mouth for saying something <laughs> yeah, like that. You. No, man, you, you're, you are... 
I appreciate that, man. You're the S. I can't say the word, though. You know, Chris, there's rules against that. <laughs> Sean, you rock, man. Spencer as well. You rock as well. Thank you guys for playing. You're full of S. Tomorrow, maybe we'll get it right. It was the other way around. Spencer was the one that said the nice things about you. Sean lost. Oh! <laughs> I take all that back. <laughs> Spencer, you're the man. We're, we are killing it this morning. We are killing it this morning, Rockaholics. <laughs> How about this for you? Off the rails. Do you think getting stoned before working out is a good idea? I think getting stoned before doing this show would probably be a good idea. (laughs) For both us and for the listeners. Researchers have found that getting stoned before working out might actually be a benefit. And we're going to talk about that more after Three Days Grace. The Daily Mig Show. This is the mighty KISW. My name is Taryn Daly. Steve Miggs, I'm reading that a new study claims that smoke and reefer before yes. your workout can boost motivation and make it more fun. I did see someone that just said, hey, I, I, I do it when I do yoga and it actually works. I, I've never been that person. I had a friend and she would say like, oh, I'm going to work out and then, and then say, well, I got to smoke some weed Wanna first. blaze one? And I just was, I, I remember talking to that person this is forever ago and I was like, I don't understand how you would want to go anywhere after smoking no. weed. Like, I just want to sit on the couch and watch cartoons. I know the fact that they're citing stuff. a boost in motivation. I'm like, not for me. Not for me at all. So it's a group of researchers at the University of Colorado Boulder. Of course, it would be Colorado researching this. It's either that or Washington. Totally. Uh, conducted a study about it and found that smoking weed before hitting the gym increases enjoyment and helps you be motivated throughout your workout. Um, they had participants hop on a treadmill for 30 minutes after smoking weed and not only did the time appear to pass by a little bit more quickly, but the workout felt harder than when they ran sober. See, I would be on the flip side. I feel like the workout would feel like it's an eternity. That's how I would feel. I'd, yes. I'd probably get a little anxious, I think, too. That'd be funny. You're at the gym and you just see some guys watching like SpongeBob SquarePants just <laughs> giggling while he's on the treadmill. You're like, okay. Even one person texted in saying, yeah, I, always, I smell weed almost all the time next to someone that's at the gym and I can never understand how they have the energy to work out. If I smoke, I get mellow and lethargic. I do the exact opposite before I go to the gym and load up on energy drinks. Mm. Uh, They said that the runner's high that stems from marijuana use, apparently, taps into brain chemicals that made you feel euphoric and alert. I get stoned before every workout. It helps so much. I feel more grounded to my body. If that makes sense, it makes weightlifting more spiritual, similar to yoga. And another person says, "Yeah, I do that during uh, when I when I do yoga." Wow, is that a buddy? I'm not one that usually does like have like a a, um, a gym partner in a sense, like you know someone that's going to do the same workout with you. But for a minute, I was doing it with one of my buddies, and he would always show up blazed, like just. And I'm just looking at him, and he's like, "I'm ready to go." And and he was just like crushing all the weights that he was doing. But in my head, I'm just like. If I did that, I think a dumbbell would fall on my head. Like, I don't know if I could stay focused. And even like, there were moments where, like, we were doing something and he's going to spot me. And I'm like, do I trust him? He's really stoned. <laughs> and he was fine. Like, it was just like, some people are functioning stoners. I'm not that person. No, I can't. I can't leave the house. I can't have conversations with people. No. Oh, gosh. No, thank you. Uh, Rockaholics, if you'd like a shot at winning Foo Fighters tickets, it's kind of the thing we're doing this morning, right? Everybody's fired up about the foos. All about the foos. If you've ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law, and many of you have, we have heard some amazing stories these past few days. For example, yesterday, a rockaholic told us he got arrested for picking berries on meth. That was messed up. And another guy was arrested. Sorry. Another guy was arrested for vandalism. Call in now for your chance to win tickets. 206-803-ROCK. We will take your calls at 747. The Daily Mix Show.